Hey y'all, welcome to the Surviving the Day podcast, where we share the everyday living experience of survivors. Thank you a ton for listening. I'm your host, Megan Doherty. I am a brain aneurysm survivor. In each episode, I welcome guests who will share their smile approach to living beyond the crisis. And sometimes I share my own insights, understanding, and awareness. And my love for coffee, poetry, pets, and fitness. All stories are told with a positive twist. I hope listening will help you discover your own smile story. Hello, I'm joined today by a really, really awesome friend of mine, Oliver. He's from Toastmasters that I was in for a while. When I originally talked to him, I wanted him to come on for one reason, and he picked another reason, which hits closer to home, a lot closer to home, um, because I'm from here and he's from Germany. I wanted him to come on and talk about that. However, he has a story in his life that has a lot more meaning. Hello, Oliver. Hello, Megan. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Okay. What's your smile story? Let's go for it. So, yeah, I've been, I'll partially uh, talk about coming over from Germany and Coming over from Germany, I originally came 13 years ago in January 2010, and I was supposed to be here for three to six months and then go back home. And I met, while I was here initially in the first few weeks, I met this awesome woman, uh, Rhonda. And she basically was my reason to actually, after my delegation got extended and we really fell in love and I really wanted to stay. And that is part of my story because we fell in love we eventually got married it was yeah which is beautiful just the two of us and Elvis in Vegas and before our second wedding anniversary she passed away I'm so sorry about this I'm so sorry now she had a kind of aneurysm yes she had a pulmonary uh actually embolism embolism um that's the way from that while i was uh out on a business trip and i was coming back and yeah uh, that is so harsh because those those things happen so fast and so out of the blue like you really you don't there isn't a way normally that people can really tell that they're going to happen now no because yeah that is so okay that is your story part of smile so let's talk about your mindset right right after to now what what has your mindset been throughout this yeah it was it it was quite a shock initially um i mean it it was a shock period there's no anything um it was we were just on a vacation a few weeks before everything was going great um we were living with two cats two dogs um which that was kind of the 
the weird part of the story because she had just opened, uh, we had a camera at that time in the house and I had just seen her opening the door for the dog so they can go outside and then passing through into our back room. And that was the last recording. Um, so when I came home, the doors were open, everything was peaceful. Um, but yeah, it was, it was an absolute shock and it was initially very, very traumatic and it was kind of, unbelievable to, to kind of having to go through that so you were watching her at the time no that was later on i basically just okay. checked the recordings from the from the camera and, and gotcha. noticed that was the last recording that was on there and it was we had spoken the day before and usually we exchanged text messages and i was kind of getting worried because i didn't hear from her and initially yeah. it was, yeah, she might have just slept in or just had a busy day or something, but then it kind of was a little more worrying. Yeah, after the next five minutes, because you spend that five minutes worrying, and then when you don't hear from her again, you're like, okay, something is really off. Yep, and then as soon as I landed in the, I was in Germany on a business trip, so as soon as I landed back in the U.S., I was trying to call and didn't get an answer, and then of course... When I finally made it home, it was all all too clear why. That is, it's, see, it's hard. So we'll say that was mindset, more or less. Do you want to go into interior or? I mean, my general <laughs> mindset from that onwards and going, it was the the initial, the initial mindset right after it happened was really, um, Okay, I'll I'll need to keep going. I'm now basically here, two dogs, two cats, got the house, got work, got everything else going. So I'll just need to keep it together and just try to really have some routine and normalism. Yeah. Especially for cats and dogs. I mean, that's very important. <laughs> but it's a full-time job with two dogs. Yeah. Oh yeah. A routine that works with finding caretakers and worrying about all of that working from home that was before working from home was normally a thing yeah um, I managed to work at least one day from home but it was quite a while and then um I also started seeing a counselor uh, pretty much immediately for for grief counseling because I knew that just trying to get a routine and putting the mind on on just keep working through it isn't the long-term solution. It really then needed to be some processing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's very good that you did that. Then the you took that route. Yeah. The good thing was Rhonda had a counselor that I had met a couple of times before as well. Yeah. Um, she had seen for other things. So I picked her because it was already, she already knew. Uh, she knew the story. story so. And plus she had a better knowledge of, the person, the reason that, yeah, that is really good, Oliver. That was that was a blessing in disguise as well to have those people. And then also my long-term mindset was really, and it was actually, it was funny. It was a, it was a little book about uh, the mindset that I had read at one of the appointments. It's just a very short one um, that was about, basically that whenever you have a traumatic situation you can you can your goal always needs to be to come out better at the other end not just survive it and get through it but really be better on the other side and strong yeah. 
and having that growth mindset. Yeah. Really Long term, getting out of there stronger was was my goal to really do that. And that's a good goal to have. That's a good way to look at it when you can. When you get to that point, man, and you pretty much covered the interior. <laughs> oh, there's a lot more. I mean. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you can and go for it. Go for it. Talk. Remember, you you wanted to ask me about the reason and coming to the U.S. and about all that. So my reason for staying to the U.S. was basically initially gone. That was the reason I originally. Uh, yeah, you told me that, that she was the reason that you come over and stayed here. But I, ooh, and then you got stuck with all the animals and stuff at the house and your job and everything is planted here. Correct. But your support base is back in Germany. Correct. And basically the reason I, I originally stayed and that made me want to be here was gone. Um but also, what I learned through that process as well was there were a lot of awesome people and a lot of awesome friends, um, including the place I work is really, uh, there were a lot of good coworkers and like in a great environment where it was fun to come back and I could sort of come back in my time, do stuff, didn't get bothered. But also a lot of friends that we had that helped out with the dogs, came over, saw that. Yeah. We, um, with taking care of all the things that needed to get taken care of. Luckily we had uh, put a lot of things in place. So like the, the normal things you go through as a, as a left spouse weren't, uh, weren't as bad with that, but what turned out of there as well was that one of the, one of our friends that really helped me and, and helped me take care of a few things um, became a better friend and even more than a friend. And we just a few days ago had our second wedding anniversary. Which is awesome. <laughs> Which is very awesome. So, yeah. I'm, I'm happy for you about that, Oliver. Well, it's also, it's good that she knows, she knew her. Yep. It's That's good. That's good. Yeah. And she helped me and we started dating and then eventually COVID hit and yeah, we both uh, had someone to kind of spend the time with and isolate together. And um, she also had a dog that got well along with, with mine. So that was easier because it's very important. <laughs> now we were two to take care of. Yeah. And, also, COVID for some made a lot of things easier because now I was working from home. So I didn't need to worry about taking care of the dogs or who's at home or who does anything anymore. So there was another uh, blessing in disguise that came in, in that moment. Um, through the that, I, I'm glad that that happened to you at the end. So it's kind of a happy ending to a, or not happy ending, happy ever after. It is, it is. In the meantime, unfortunately, most of the animals have also uh, passed along over. We lost all three dogs in one year. It's still, that's not, oh, that's so sad. But they all were old for their, old for their breeds and for their sizes. Yeah. Um, they all had good lives. And then finally, earlier this year, the last cat, that was the he was almost 20. He was 
the last cat that uh, Rhonda had basically um, brought into into our relationship from the beginning, Mr. Boy, he was the last one that was that passed. There's a funny story with him too. When I first met her and we first started, I first went to her place for the first time to visit her and everything. Mr. Boy immediately approached me and let me pet him. She said Aww. like that he never does that to people. See, so that, that is a sign on, that you're a good person right there. From that point, I, I knew I was the right guy. Yep. Animals, <laughs> animals, animals know. They always know. Yep. So now we have one one last cat left. And we're enjoying the freedom for a while to be able to travel and not having to worry about the animals. That is so nice. I'm so sorry that all this happened to you, Oliver, but I'm really glad that you have had a wonderful ever after. And I'm so glad that your mindset was solid as it was. And I know, I'm sure it was a lot harder than just that, but yeah. But I'm, Oliver, I'm so proud of you for all this. Let's see some of your favorite things right now. All right. What is your favorite type of coffee? I'll drink my coffee usually um, out of a espresso style coffee maker that grinds fresh beans and then just with a shot of milk. Oh, that is so awesome. That is so awesome. Fresh too. That is the best kind. No flavors or anything like that. Just no. like, no. Occasionally when I'm traveling, I might have something. Yeah, every once in a while. But really just, it's awesome when you get to the point where you love the taste full off of coffee or espresso or anything like that. Just, it's more awesome. Um, second question, what is your favorite type of workout? I've really, really started this year with, um, because I haven't worked out basically except the occasional walk or, or it wasn't even a run anymore. It was really just a walk and I was so out of shape. So I started personal training for a few weeks and then I'm doing group fitness classes now at a, at a local gym here. Um, and I really like those high intensity workouts. That is so awesome. That is so fun to be able to do. Gosh, Oliver, that's pretty cool. Well, thank you for this entire podcast very much. And I hope we keep in touch a little bit better this time. <laughs> yes. All right. Thanks for having me. No problem. Thank you. And have a good day, everybody surviving the day. Thanks y'all for listening to the surviving the day podcast. I hope it offered you insight and motivation to help you survive the day. If you like this podcast and would enjoy even more chat, coffee, poetry, and workout challenges, please subscribe and feel free to follow me on Facebook at Never Stop Trying Surviving the Day and Instagram Never Stop Try N00. Also, if you feel so inclined, please feel free to donate to my podcast. You can find me on Buy Me a Coffee. 
All links are shown in the notes. Thank you all very much and please enjoy surviving the day.